0: Not that cricket. to the Clubhouse end Podcast. The name is Larry Quirirai and yes, it is exciting period because we're on the back end of that thing that happened in Bulawayo, which I'll tell you about quite extensively in this episode. The Clubhouse end Podcast is a podcast in which discuss uh, Zimbabwean cricket. Okay, as much as possible as in marble Cricket. I know, uh, you know, other countries get to talk about this stuff. I always talk about how other platforms can have a a big, big, right old chat about their podcast. And this particular edition of the podcast is brought to you by Astro Brands and Curious Media, who were our partners uh, for the qualifier. If you notice, there was extensive coverage on other platforms. That's um, Three Men in a Boat. That's on Twitter and, and, uh, you know, Instagram and... uh, but us, what, else? what else did we have to the, the website, of course, and YouTube, and all sorts of action that was there. So shout out to those two brands for keeping us going and keeping us afloat during that period. And what are we talking about today? The World Cup qualifier and bits and bits and pieces. My experiences from the qualifiers and outside the qualifiers. Uh, a bit of the Dave Alden effect. Some injury news. The girls are in India. And uh, also, we're going to talk to you about the upcoming tours and days. It's going to be a busy couple of months for Zimbabwe. Thank you, Zimbabwe. Okay, I'm very happy that Zimbabwe won.
1: I don't understand the game at all, but my son does understand the game. So I'm really happy, that Zimbabwe won. They beat uh, the guys from USA. Allah Zimbabwe, Allah Zimbabwe. They played a good game. We we're very happy for them.
0: Go. So, yeah. It was a good win. Uh, we needed it much more than anyone else. We love uh, our country. And now Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. the, the, the is stronger than Zimbabwe the US have a, That's all I can say. So unless you're living under a rock, you will know that Zimbabwe won five out of their five matches and have qualified for the World Cup and also won the Qualifier B, which is important. Uh, it got us into the group in which we're playing against the West Indies, Ireland and Scotland, while the other group... Uh, where Netherlands will be placed, as, uh, they're placed against uh, Namibia, United uh, Arab Emirates, as well as Sri Lanka. Now, both groups are a bit tricky. So there was no point in, I know some people are thinking Zimbabwe lost the final. Then they would play in a group in which they wouldn't face the West Indies. But the West Indies are not the West Indies of old. I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that Zimbabwe are all going into that match and thinking, oh, we could, we could get these guys. But you also got to give yourself a chance. Um, Ireland and Scotland, beating them in recent times. So Zimbabwe can, you know, fancy their chances of going to the next round. And if they keep the same kind of determination that they had during the qualifier, there's no reason why they shouldn't uh, fancy their chances. So just to tell you, the standout up performances um, from Zimbabwe, Sekanda Raza, who was the player of the tournament, Took uh, 87, uh, scored 87, 82, which turned out to be the, the top three high in the top three highest scores on home soil. The other one, the highest being, I think, Solomon Mira when he scored 94 uh, a couple of years ago against, against Pakistan. It was in 2018, and. Uh, but he's uh, overall, is, is in the top five, so pretty impressive from, from, from Raza. He also has best figures in a, in a T20 for Zimbabwe. Uh, he bowled the best figures of 4 for 11 uh, I remember when I spoke to him, he said, you know, for those who were naysayers, that was, you know, a message to them, but oh, he was pretty loved in Bulawaya. So it's also for the fans who were pretty excited and they were like, yay, and, you know, uh, this is a, a player that a couple of years ago, not like, probably like 12 months ago, a lot of people are saying, Isn't there a chance of playing T20 cricket. And that has got to show his mettle. It showed showed that he's is, is valuable for Zimbabwe. Another person who showed his value for Zimbabwe, Sean Williams came, uh, after not playing cricket for six months or so, he came and scored two 50s in a row. And I'm just like, wow, you know after six months of no, no cricket. So he's like an important player. Wellington in terms was impressed. He got best personal figures of 4 for 11. For two matches, they were the best figures by a Zimbabwean uh, before, well, of course, Sikanda Raza in the final took 4 for 8. And it was all about that winning, winning mentality. There were periods in which Zimbabwe could have just capitulated a little bit. But they had to show that they... Uh, ahead tes- uh, tes- are ahead of these, not but they're ahead of these, you know, associate nations. Associate nations have certainly improved. And just, if you had watched them, actually, so the short scene, rather... The improvement in, in teams such, such as PNG, but ultimately Zimbabwe needed to show that they're uh, a bit ahead of these teams, they were quite ahead of their teams, and won a lot of their matches quite emphatically.
1: It's exciting to have qualified for the World Cup. Um, awesome. I wish we could play more cricket down here because the support is unbelievable. If you look at the way we have been playing our cricket to the way we've played against uh, some of the sides in, in this tournament tonight, we, we are on the rise. Uh, the important thing is for us to just keep improving and keep getting better. Um, and I feel like we've got a, a good group of guys, and I don't see why not that we can push that graph up. came so, back
0: in, but you know, just to, just to deviate away from the cricket just a little bit. Well, I loved being in Bulawayo. Yeah, it was a wonderful stay. I was there for ten days. Had a bit of a nice stay, and, and you know, people are kind. Uh, kids saw their heroes and and, you know stayed around to get autographs and it's kind of the thing thing that you want to see and I think the players quite enjoyed being the heroes they enjoyed you know how the, the the crowds were singing their names and calling them you know like yeah as you come onto the pitch as opposed to all sorts of derogatory statements you come out there and you and they're calling your name. And Razab at some point was like, I, "The people love me. It's, in, it's now an open secret. I don't know why they love me, but they love me all the same. And I think that's what you loved. And you're hoping that this is a trigger or a launch pad for this kind of engagement between the fans and the players uh, to make sure that uh, there is that kind of love that you want to see. And that spears them on to greater performances. And and of course, the nightlife in Bulaia, people are always up for a party. The only time that there was no t- partying was the Monday night. It's as if in Bulaia, people just take a Monday night off from partying and the rest of the time night, like they're having a good time. Shout out to Boundary. There's a place I had fun. I also went to the place. And of course, passed by a smokehouse, I think two or three times. Um, yeah, I think that's a summary of the places I went to largely. If I've forgotten any other places, apologies for that. But it was good service all around, I met some really good people. Yeah, shout out to Ryan Synth, DJed on one one of the nights. I think it was the second night I was there, and it was impressive. There were bands such as The Outfit that I got to watch, and The Collective. So it was good times all around, and yeah, I'd suggest you go and visit Balauayo.
1: thing is in He's got a. Slight tear in his quad, and he'll be out for about four to five weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Chatara? fractured his collarbone. He's going to be out for we'll be lucky to get him to the World Cup, I think. So, yeah, a couple of doors closed on some very experienced players. They're open for some youngsters. Okay. Thank you, congratulations, coach. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, look, I think you know, firstly, I probably. I'd probably like to, to give credit to Tindai to he I know he hasn't, he hasn't been around for the rest of the week, but I just thought his contributions at the beginning of the week were crucial for us. Um, and losing him and our, and our blessing, um, you know, puts a big hole in our bowling department. Uh, but at the same time, on the positive side, it gives somebody else an opportunity to stand up. So, you know, that's something that we're going to have to look at and, and work out who's going to replace those guys. Um, but again, you know, I think we have to look on the positive side that uh, we there's two opportunities for other guys to step up.
0: Uh, Chetara's injury was a bit freakish, but uh, if you look at uh, Blessing's uh, injury, uh, can we put it down probably to playing a lot of cricket where probably we don't need to continue players in a way that they won't get injured? Because over the years we've been playing a lot of cricket and the one that we've been playing over the last few
1: years. Yeah, look, we have been playing a lot of cricket and maybe, maybe guys aren't quite conditioned enough to to such a, such a busy schedule um, but you know injuries, injuries can happen anyway you know as you get onto the park during warm-up you can get injured um, so I don't think you can look at you know a, a, a certain instance or, or the way we train or all the games I think it's it's just a case of you know, things that, that happen and you just have to, to move on from there and control it and try and get him back onto the park as quick as possible.
0: And final question for you, what do you say to the fans? Yeah, tuning off to Dave Howter there talking about injury news, the bad news, Tendai Chatara and blessing Zarabania out Tendai Chatara as you heard. Not probably might not even make it for the World Cup, which is sad because it's quite impressive. And he's the leading wicket taker for Zimbabwe in T twenties got a like forty-six or forty-seven, something like that. I can't remember. So he's been imp- he's been impressive, and he just found his form after being out with an injury for a while. He fell while um, you know stopping a fall, and then he just fractured his collarbone, and that's it. He's out for two months. Uh, the World Cup is two just almost three months away, so he might make it, but it's just down to how much cricket he can get done between there and then. Blessing Mzabani is out for four to five weeks, as you heard, which means he misses out on the. Uh, upcoming tours, I'm going to tell you a bit about those tours in just a bit Uh, inbound tours and external tours so I don't know what it means Tanaka Shivanga comes into the fold obviously Um, he was probably the nearest, he was in camp I suppose, as just in case there was another injury Richard Ngarava came back and impressed after Tonight Chattara went out a couple of whys and so forth but at some point, you know, he just matured got back to the Richard Ngarava Uh, We think of who else comes after Bright Evans was used in uh, Nepal But I I just think he's a little bit short at the moment Um, There's also talk of Victor Nyawuchi. Maybe, I don't know We'll see I mean, a lot of these guys have been playing domestic cricket So it's not like they'll be all rusty and so forth But with the tours coming thick and fast It's going to be uh, something that's going to be decided on Very, very quickly for me, for me, the best part was when I, when I spoke to Dave Houghton, I said, Coach, um, I've got a final to play, but I know you've called us for a camp. What would you like me to do? Do you want me to take the flight and come home? And he said, no. He said, win that trophy and bring you back, son. Won the trophy, came back, and more satisfyingly winning the final, winning the trophy for the country beats every other trophy that I have won in any leagues I've gone to. Stepping away from the men's at the moment, uh, the women's uh, national team is in India. And uh, after accepting an invitation to tour from Omtex, ICWC Cricket Institute, Zimbabwe women will be in India for 18 days, during which they'll play five T20 games against local sides. They would start off with a clash against... uh, They've already done that. They started off (laughs) against Kanataka State women's select side, and then they played a couple of other T20 matches... Uh, there's some more T20 matches that are happening. All matches we played at the N- nice cricket's nice or nice cricket's arena in Bengaluru. After the T20 games, the uh, visitors w- will also be involved in three one-day matches against the locals. Zimbabwe using the training camp in India as part of their preparations for the ICC Women's T20 World Cup qualifier 2022 to be held in un- the United Arab Emirates in September. And uh, the girls in India uh, in alphabetical order: uh, Cristobal Chatonza, uh, Francesca Chipare, Chiedza Dururu, Anyasha Guanzura, uh, Michelle Mav- Mavunga, Precious Marange, Shad Mayers, uh, Audrey Majishaya, Estambofana, uh, Chipo T- Mugeri Tiripano, uh, Pelagia Mujaji, uh, Mary Ann was the captain, of course, Kelly Lovu. Uh, Laureen Piri Nonverosavanda um, and uh, Laureen Chuma if you haven't heard two names there it's not because they're not playing for Zimbabwe anymore they are playing in England at the moment for club sides that is um, the vice captain vice captain the uh, vice captain Josephine Korma <laughs> yes and the wicketkeeper Modesta uh they are playing in England at the moment uh, I'm sure they'll be playing for the national team uh, pretty soon so shout out to the girls and hoping that they have a good time of it out there as they people.
1: What's happening? What's happening everybody? Thank you for the match. Thank you Zimbabwe. Go Zimbabwe. Go. 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 That's Zimbabwe. Funny. Australia. coming.
0: And finally, if you haven't heard, the Zimbabwe are hosting a couple of internationals and there's the national team. Uh, Bangladesh will visit Zimbabwe for three T20 uh, international games set for 30 and 31 July and 2 August at Harare Sports Club in the capital. The matches will kick off at 1 p.m. local time. The two sides will then to lock horns in as many ODIs that are set for 5, 7 and 10 August at the same venue with the matches getting underway at 9.15 a.m. That's local time. A few days later, Zimbabwe will host India for three ODIs to be played On 18, 20 and 22 August, also the Harada Sports Club, and uh, starting at 9.15am local time. The series against India is part of the ICC Men's Cricket World Cup Super League, a 13-team competition serving as the main route for the uh, direct qualification for the ICC Men's Cricket World Cup 2023 to be stayed in India staged a bigger part in india zimbabwe will first uh, will, will tour also for um, you know the united states for another super league series concert not the united states australia <laughs> they'll tour australia for another super league series consisting of 3 odis scheduled for 28 31 august and 3 september in townsville the matches will be starting at one forty a.m. zimbabwe time or 9:40 australian time of course the other ones the Australian one will probably catch it on a Super Sport. The other ones, I uh, don't know if ZPC is going to do. ZPC got the link the other uh, the time to to show the what's that Afghanistan tour, and we barely saw any of it on TV. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be too expectant of ZPC to show some of those matches. So I don't know. As soon as I know where any of those matches will be streamed, I'm not sure if there'll be any streaming for the India match. Uh, that is a high-value match in terms of rights and so forth. So, But, yeah, it's tense. It's really tense. But we're really excited about the bunch of cricket that's coming. Of course, we're, we're, we are excited about the fact that Zimbabwe went 5-0 and against uh, the teams they expected to beat. And it was good because, uh, you know, we'd gotten to a point with the previous coach, Chand Ratchputin, which was losing some of these matches. So the fact that Dave Houghton has come in and put some... Steel in the men 's backs, and uh, you know got them determined. you could see from the way they 're playing they 're playing for him. You can see that there 's a lot of clarity. He say that he taught them to just play without any fear, and that 's important because if once guys play with fear and they 're worried that they 'll go out and someone you know would think they 're useless for going out, then you know the guys tend not to make runs, and so he's he 's brought in that mentality. But the big test now comes against the Test Nations. That's going to give you an indication of where you are. And they'll look at winning matches against Bangladesh and also picking up maybe a match against India. Not sure what sort of side India are going to send. Australia have have set out a really, really strong side. So Australia are taking the series against Zimbabwe. Super serious. I mean, they they have loaded the big guns just to give you who they've chosen: uh, Aaron Finch, Sean Abbott, uh, Ashton Agar, Alex Carey, uh, Cameron Green, Josh Hazelwood, Manus Lebescakini, uh, Mitchell Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Marcus Stoinis, David Warner, and Adam Zampa. So yeah, it's going to be a difficult one. It's a difficult tool. but you want to play against the best. I think that's what you'd like to do. Is you know when you play this game, you want to be playing against the guys who are the top dogs in terms of your trade or oh, profession in this instance. Otherwise, yeah, that's it. Remember, three men on a boat. That's where you need to go. They are on Twitter and on Facebook, on three on um, Insta, Instagram. Is it? Yeah, three mob dot com. Uh, three is a digit. M-O-B D O T C O M The the other ones three men on about are all words, and you can find this podcast on all sorts of platforms from Spotify to Apple to uh, Google Podcasts to Podchaser. It's available everywhere or pretty much everywhere. Amazon music, uh, Amazon podcast now. Amazon music. I'm um, yeah. I don't know where they go. We're available there, and you can listen to us for free. And, uh, yeah, so you just listen to the podcast there. Uh, Remember, this podcast is uh, published by Three Men on a Boat. My name is Larry Quirirai, and I'll be chatting with you uh, during uh, the... uh, Well, maybe as a preview, of course. The the next time I can do this podcast is before the uh, tour by Bangladesh starts. And I'll be able to give you a rundown of of the teams as we get them, and whatever kind of uh, audios and so forth I can get from the other guys who are... Oh, well, from guys who are playing or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Shout out to Curious Media again and Astro Brands. Otherwise, take care of yourself and the people that you love. And as I say, from where I come from, my name is Larry Quiridae. I see you, CSA Take care of yourself.
1: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show.